Hey guys, we are hey, back. Hey. Welcome back to the Messy Truths Podcast. This is episode 32. And this is Mar recording from Montreal. Okay, I'm back, bitches! I can swear! Eid <laughs> Mubarak to my people who are celebrating. This is your favorite middle child, Nisha, all the way from Penagahage. And so happy. Isn't it bad that I'm really happy that I can swear? I have a problem. All right, going down south, going down south. It's like muting yourself. I get it, yo. You gotta be your whole self. Bring your whole self to the table every single time, Nisha. There's no half stepping. Anyway, this is Lazar, recording from New York City, and I am hype as fuck today. Why? Why am I hype, ladies? Is this one of my favorite episodes? Top 10 episodes are Oz's favorite. I forgot. True. As soon as we play music, I am in my element, ladies. So yes, today we are doing our top 10 80s. But because this decade is just so rich, right? It was just like a fascinating decade. We had to break it down. So just so you guys know, today we're going to start with 1980 to 1984. And this is going to be a two-part series because we just couldn't. We just could not decide. So exactly. we are including all of the genres, but we are focusing on the 80s today, and I'm excited. I think we all are. We're all very excited. We're going into the vault of like all of our 80s tunes, and we're bringing back the blue eyeshadow, the uh, teased and hairsprayed bangs, the frilly, yes. lace, the frilly lace ankle socks. No, I didn't like those as a kid. Like, no. But can I just say, can I preface this by saying, listeners, this list agonized your girl. We agonized. Like, we agonized. We were like, yo, what are we going to do? Like, do we want this song? A lot of songs are getting some honorable mentions because we, yeah, we struggled. And mm-hmm. can I just say, nineteen prior to 1984, hip-hop, I like you, but after 85, <laughs> that was my that was my shit after the 85. But oh my God, it was hard. It was hard. We were agonizing over our WhatsApps. Mar was like, are you sure? Are you sure you're submitting now? Are you good? And then just as I was like, yeah, I'm good, Mar. The song comes up on my YouTube and I'm like, oh, shit. I Shazam it and it's 1984. I was mad. I was mad as hell, but yeah. I'm looking forward to doing some mute dancing today that all of oh, you will not be seeing. We will all be dancing today. We will all be definitely dancing, chair dancing, if you will. For sure. Um, uh, I think this is also a good time to point out that in the 80s, we were not as woke as we are today. <laughs> and so unfortunately, there's some artists on our list that may have been embroiled in some inappropriate <laughs> activities uh hurtful stuff talking about uh bad things you know we were not like hanging anybody out to dry there was no cancel culture in the uh-uh. 80s it just didn't exist so you know we are playing some songs from people that may not be well liked today if you were if you were born from 1990 onwards I'm sorry if anything offends you. (laughs) I'm just saying that these are artists that we grew up with and songs that we grew up with. And 
we didn't find out about, you know, some of their transgressions until much later. So hmm. if there's anything that triggers you, feel free to skip it. <laughs> well, just to get us started, fun fact about the 80s. This is when MTV, uh, what is it called? MTV Yo Raps. And the solo, the guitar solo in Michael Jackson's Beat It was played by Eddie Van Halen. And NTV kicked off in actually 1981. So, and cell phones weighed as much as 20 pounds. And one of my favorite dishes that I have not eaten, I swear to God, I cannot lie today. I have not eaten this dish since my 30s. But in 1981 was the introduction of the beloved chicken McNugget from mcdonald's mm. word i didn't realize that yeah and i love me some nuggets but i don't fuck with mcdonald's for a lot of reasons but if i smell the chicken mcnuggets french fries and big mac i sabotate that's some cocaine food cocaine they got going on mm -hmm. i like the nuggets but i do i know yeah, the nuggets are pretty just good. just some fun facts mcdonald's then tasted very different compared to I mcdonald's today it's not right? the same no it really isn't the same but anyway, all that to say, we're we're back. We're back. We're headed to the '80s. And uh, Nisha, would you like to kick? I'm things happy off? to kick things off. <laughs> <laughs> That's a running joke. Now, want, or do you want to go, Oz? Or no, let's I'll go. go. Let's go. Let's go. go, I'll go. Okay, I'll go. Yeah, I'm just gonna good. find my list. I'll be the middle child today. Middle oh, child, I got, yeah. I got every, I got everything numbered here. So you're good to okay. go. I've got your, uh, your number. My list? Yeah. Okay. Song number one. Wow. Well, it's actually ten. not number one. Song number Song 10. Number 10. I'm just looking at Ozzy list thinking, are we going way back when we get to Ozzy? <laughs> oh yeah. But uh -uh. Song number 10 for me, I'm just looking. Oh, Oh no, that's that's Miranda's list. My list, actually, I love my song number ten. My song number ten is "Under Pressure" with David Bowie and Freddie Mercury. And I have to tell folks that I'm not a fan of these folks. I'm not a what? fan, but I love me some David Bowie. I do. I love David Bowie a lot. I think David Bowie was very avant-garde before his time. And, you know, when he married homegirl Imani, I was like, oh, okay, we really good now. We good, good. So I really, um, there's something about that song, Under Pressure, despite Vanilla's Ice attempt to make it his own song, whack. But I really like, so that's my number 10. We'll start with number 10, Under Pressure. I can't lie. I'm feeling that song a lot. It's, I, I'm really it's a good one. 
And I also like Queen too, but don't tell oh, people. Freddie is my people. Wait, what was Wait, you just said that you didn't like these guys. What are you talking about? I don't about? really like the genre, but I like these two. Okay, so you don't I like don't... the genre of music. Yeah, you don't like but the I like rock? these two. I don't know. I just, it's not like I don't get excited when I hear it. So, But I like David Bowie a lot, actually. David so, Bowie is a legend. Rest yeah, in peace, man. He's awesome. Real. I just really like his music. Number nine to me is like, it's Bob Marley. Like, okay, so Bob Marley, actually a lot of his music done, written by him is done, like you got to catch him quick. Because unfortunately, Bob Marley was is murdered in 1981. But he has an album out called Uprising. Because there's a series of songs, if you listen to Bob Marley, Bob Marley was woke as fuck, letting people know that we don't like your shit. So if you go mm-hmm. from... um. Who, who fits the cap, rat race, and then we and them. We and them, the lyrics, look it up, listeners. We and them is literally about how we going to rectify white supremacy. And he's talking about that in 1981. Mm-hmm. And I can't lie, my husband, I swear to God, this guy, if he wasn't Muslim, he'd be a Rastafarian. Because the way he loves Bob Marley and reggae, I just could see him with dreads on the beach being a gal, me like you. Like that's how much he loves Jamaican <laughs> music and reggae and how connected he is. And so when he, when we got married, we had a playlist and he put a lot of rat race. And I'm like, these are not wedding songs that we want to hear. And he's like, no, no, babe, just listen to the lyrics. So we and them is my number nine. Shout out to my honey. But someone will have to pay for the innocent blood that they shed every day. Oh, children, mark my word. It's what the Bible I still don't know how we working it out. And that was 1981. So I don't know, Bob. Like, that's literally, what, 40 years? Yeah, that's 40 years. And we still haven't worked it out. So I don't know, Bob. But uh, RIP, like, that music, I I really enjoy. Uh, And I just want to say shout out to our listener who takes our songs and puts them in our playlist. So hopefully we're going to offer you some songs that you can make a new playlist today. So mm-hmm. shout out to Hoon Jung, who hopefully will find some new songs for herself. Um, number eight is just a classic. I love the actress. I forget her name. I'm going to look it up. She plays in the L word. Um, she plays in a number Jennifer of- Beals. Jennifer Beals. Thank you. I love her. I'm a big fan of hers, despite not remembering her name. So, so is my husband. <laughs> that was no, his she's a uh, crush when he was a teenager. And and then he got- Last chance. He, he even met yeah. her too. He even met her Ooh, too. Okay, we want to yeah. hear those stories, celebrity stories. Um, I just love this song. It may, like if I'm working out and I hear this song in natural. Okay, so it is a natural 80s song, right? Headband with the perm hair and the and leg the warmers and the le- yeah, exactly. But I, I love me. It's one of those songs when I hear it, like my foot starts tapping, like 
and I start singing it and I know the lyrics. It's really bad, but I love it. Hopefully you love it too. was a workout you had seen this listen that was a workout i feel like this song is the answer to the rocky theme song you know when you hear the rocky scene line you're like and you get ready i feel like this is the female version i do i'm like i get this song and i'm like i get ready like i'm ready to fight it's crazy yes you got to mention the name and the title. Don't forget yes, that. Yes, Maniac by Michael Sambello. I've been mm-hmm. practicing, Michael. I hope you're good wherever you're at. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Was that guy so a one wonder? Did he have yeah. anything else? But that's not, listen, I'm sure he's. hearing anything from him. Guys, you got to tell us quickly, how do royalties work? Because I'm sure he's making some royalties. Well, if he wrote it, he is. If he and wrote if he it, didn't. he's definitely got some publishing money coming. And if he didn't, he's not making as much because it's not getting played on the radio as much. Unless it's being synced in some songs, newer song. I mean, newer movies or films, because then he'd get some I hear the too. song more in commercials. Yeah. On yeah. TV. So if he wrote it, he's good. Yeah, they'd be doing a lot of songs in commercials. It scares me sometimes. So I could not be a cypher queen and not bring hip hop into the mix. Uh, despite this part of the era not being, I was like, oh no, I don't like this part of the era. But there was a song when I was a kid, my mom used to, like, I used to have like a little bit of anger issues. And when I was mad, a little bit, I used to give her this brow and I was like, don't push me. Cause, um, and she would be like, go to your room with your foolishness. (laughs) (laughs) go to your room with your foolishness but it's actually my mother who introduced me actually let me take this story back just imagine a young little nisha by this time i was like six Uh my grandmother was like a total rebel and had like after hour parties at her house and there used to be these grown folks and my uncle would take me out of my room and the grown folks would be like Come on, little niche, play us some music. And I have these vinyls. My grandmother had these vinyls. And she has the original vinyls of Grandmaster Flash, Keith Sweat, I Colors, Ice Tea. My grandmother. Oh, colors. This, right? Right. So I and then they they gave me these vinyls. So I remember when I was young. Uh, people would like, you know, when they're trying to get you to perform when you're six and they're drunk and it's 5 a.m. And then I would tell my mother, <laughs> don't push me because and my mom be like, go to bed, just go to bed. <laughs> so this song reminds me of those after power after parties quite a bit because I was a little DJ and I used to choose the record. 
And this is when I chose the most. And I think because the lyrics were like simple, I remembered as a young kid. I still sing this to the kids, though, my students. Like, don't push me today. So. Broken glass everywhere. People pissing on the stage. You know they just don't care. I can't take the smell. Can't take the noise. Got no money to move out. I guess I got no choice. Rats in the front room. Roaches in the back. Junkies in the alley with the baseball bat. I tried to get away, but I couldn't get far. Because a man with the touch truck repossessed my car. Don't push me. Because I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. Standing on the front stoop, hanging out the window, watching all the cars go by, roaring as the breezes blow. A crazy lady. I also have to mention that hip hop at that time was at its purest, talking about the conditions mm -hmm. of people's lives. That's mm -hmm. why I chose that snippet, because he was talking about like rats and piss in the alley, but he doesn't have enough money to get out to get and that's out why there. he's at the edge and that's for those of you who are hip-hop heads understand that that's how hip-hop was birthed right out of like yo this shit fucking sucks mm -hmm. and they chose their way to express it through hip-hop and you see that through from the blues from prison songs what we call like call and response moving into the blues moving into the jazz moving into disco and eventually finding its way into hip-hop like, that's why I really, really like, um, you know, those, those, I like, that's what I like hip hop. But when you start listening to some of them, you're like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know what's <laughs> happening in some of those songs. <laughs> I think my number six before I pass it on is my dude, some Afro hip hop futuristic African Bombada. Like African Bombada was really ahead of his time with his lyrics and well not his lyrics but his sound and i think now people would still rock out to african bombada if we just rebranded and called it something else people would be like oh what is this new shit and i think katranata correct me i think katranata might like african bombada because sometimes in his music i hear those little oh know, for sure afro futuristic for sure, yeah so this is africa bombada party people Party people, can you get funky? Suicide force, can you get funky? The Zulu nation, can you get funky? Yeah, just hit me. Just hit the funk and hit me. Just get on down and hit me. That bot just getting so funky now. So that was my <laughs> first half of my 80s sweat mix. It's dope. Love it. Love it. All right. I'm ready for Ozzy to take me in a whole new direction. Oh. All yeah, right, I mean, Ozzy. We were talking about this. Our experiences are so totally different because my, you know, my exposure to the 80s came directly from my brother 
who was six years older than me and was already, you know, rocking big hair and leather bracelets and jean jackets. So you could already imagine where that whole thing. And also (laughs) I grew up in Dubai. It was a British influence. So a lot of the music that we were exposed to came by way of Top of the Pops in the UK. Love it. So that being said, I just realized after your playlist how much I had missed out. Guys, maybe I shouldn't mention it because it might be on Mars' list. But anyway, well, I'll talk about it after you after you play your stuff. But I missed a big one, guys. I missed a big one. Big, big 80s record that I should have put in there. But anyway, so let's start with mine. One of my favorite songs that I still hear to this day because I noticed that as I'm getting older, I'm listening to old people's stations on the radio. Um, so (laughs) this one seems to play on light FM a lot. So (laughs) yo, I'm that person guys. Do you remember when we would, our parents would be listening to that shit and we'd be like, yo, turn that shit off. off. Yeah. Nope. I'm there. I'm, I'm, I'm my mom. All right. (laughs) Here's my number number 10. This is Toto with Africa. As if to say, hurry boy, it's waiting there for you. Guys, what the fuck is he talking about? Does anybody know? The rain in Africa. (laughs) The fuck is he talking about? The rain in Africa. (laughs) Just checking, just making sure. I have no clue, no idea. So my next one. Have you guys heard of Martika? Of course. Oh, good. I didn't know if it crossed borders and shit because this one. I feel like I was the only one who knew this song. (laughs) But yo, this is. I remember it. This is a deep record, yo. It deals with addiction and all kinds of shit. And you know, this was a major issue in the eighties, right? Like yeah. the the just just the drug the drugs in the streets and how everybody was falling to crack and stuff. It was serious. So here's Toy Soldiers by Martika. Like a toy 
You told Damn, that one like no. that one like hit me right in the chest. The Yo, be doing a number on us. Seriously, like the nostalgia is real, guys. And I think it's because we were kids. And here is the moment where we be had where we really had awareness of the world and that music impacted our first memories, right? I can't say that about the 70s for myself because I was born late in that decade. But the 80s, guys, oh, I get the goosebumps every single time. Right? Every single time. So anyway, this song, oh my God, also have no idea what he's talking about, but love it so much. <laughs> Just everything about the music. Like this is like the ultimate 80s song with the synths and the beat and everything mm-hmm. and some random random artists so this is big in japan <laughs> by alphaville He was foreshadowing Michael Jackson. That's why it was called Big in Japan. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I'm not oh. sure. But I love that, yo, that beat. Oh, every time I hear it, it just takes me right back. It's interesting because we did a lot of traveling when I was young, and that song, for some reason, reminds me of Singapore. But anyway, mm. um, guys, you know the 80s was also a time of real self-expression, in my opinion. People started mm-hmm. really talking about, you know, being different, you know, just, we were just open, right? We were open about being unique and the LGBTQ community came out real strong in the 80s, right? Through like Culture Club and even Queen. Um, Mm -hmm. So this song, at least my interpretation of it, um, by Bronski Beat, I believe addresses the subject of being gay in a small town. And I love it, man. This this is a this is a beautiful record. So this is Small Town Boy by Bronze. y'all but i think i'll be doing another cardio workout after this podcast <laughs> these songs make me want to like dance 
and move. Uh, yeah. Yo, that That's track was so one. dope. So good. Because like it breaks down to like a half beat and then it double times. It's so fucking cool, yo. So fucking cool. And we all want to run away, yo. We're, we we all have a little bit of small Every town boy in us, right? On Mondays. <laughs> um, um, Oz, I know you're, I don't think, I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. I don't want to assume. Um, have you seen the show Little Britain before? No. Oh, yes. Every time, okay, so Little Britain is like a, uh, it's like a British uh, comedy show. And it's these two main guys who dress up in different characters. And it's all like very British humor. And they have a, a, a recurring um, sketch called The Only Gay in the Village. And it's this yeah. one guy, one of the guys who makes, he goes out of his way to like, you know, dress in that like stereotypical um, you know, 80s, uh, gay, you know, outfit, like the outward appearance is always like leather or some skimpy clothes or whatever to prove to other people around him that he's gay. And it's like this whole really funny, um, recurring sketch that he does. And every time I hear small town boy, I think of yeah, like, the only gay in the village because it's the same thing. It's like this guy who doesn't feel like he's welcome in his own hometown. Isn't, isn't that the, like, the, the deep, crazy, ironic thing about music? I, I don't know if I've ever told you on this air, you know, I'm filled with random fun facts, maybe not mm. always fun, but random facts. I think I might have mentioned it, that music is the last tool that people can use in neurology to access the brain of people who have yeah. Alzheimer's, right? So Dementia, yeah. Yeah. music, it's, it's this crazy, music does this thing, right? It actually, the, the research says music quickens the soul. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. It quickens the soul. And there's some other research that shows that in our DNA, particular tribes in their DNA have rhythms and beats that kind of are born into generations. Well, that's and wild. I, it is. It's crazy. Actually, one of our professor grooves from WeFunk, he's the one who did that research, by the way. That's oh, what his PhD dope. is in. Yeah. That's pretty dope. cool. Shout out to prof Professor Groove. Yeah, we know some pretty cool people out here. Mm -hmm. Us and, being the coolest. And speaking of really cool people, uh, the 80s wouldn't be the 80s without this iconic, beautiful woman. Um, <laughs> you know, I love me some Sade. I know you all love you some Sade. But yeah. she definitely made her mark in the 80s. So I decided to bring her ultimate hit to the table as my number six song in this countdown. This is Smooth Operator by Sade. Legend. Still relevant. Beautiful. So relevant. Still Graceful. relevant. Oh, she's everything. She, she is everything. Can I say something really that might not come off well? To me, 
her songs yeah. and lyrics is kind of like she got that Bob Marley woke vibe going on to me in her lyrics. Like the things that she sings about, uh, if you catch all of her tracks, she mm -hmm. talks about some things that are really deep, but she puts them in a way that people don't even realize they're getting woke while yeah. listening to her. So to me, she she kind of gives me that Bob Marley female vibe. I don't know. that I'm going with that because I really admire her a lot. And Snow Allegra reminds me of her a lot. Ooh, just like you know how I feel about her. You know, that's my mm -hmm, little girl crush mm -hmm. there. <laughs> anyway, so that is my, is my you know, part of my top 10. So Taking yeah, us Mark, way back. we're ready for you. All right. So um, I just want to say with regard to my list, there are several influences. Uh, one being my uncle Rupert, who raised me in the 80s. Uh, another being my one of my older brothers who is responsible for a lot of these like very adult oriented songs that I should not have been listening to when I was a kid. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> uh, Britain because my family immigrated from St. Vincent um to England and then to Canada. So that was a huge influence on us as well as American television and radio. So when you hear these songs from my list, those are the reasons, those are the factors for why I have the taste, the musical taste that I do. So I'm kicking off my list with uh, the Breakin' movie soundtrack. Uh, at that time, Breakin' came out, it was like a whole slew of different uh, movies that were out, Crush Groove, mm. uh, Beach Street, a whole bunch of, of breakdance movies. And my brother was a breakdancer. And so when this movie came out, he was all over it. And um, I will never forget this song because it is just so reminiscent of like me visiting my family in Montreal one summer. The song was big and I could not get it out of my head. And it's still one of my favorites today. This is uh, There's No Stopping Us from Ollie and Jerry from the Breakin' soundtrack. killing me i'm just putting it out there to the listeners it's killing me the music is killing me do you know i don't think i've ever heard that song really mm -hmm. remember where oh. she was she said she was in dubai chilling i was in dubai breaking so wasn't gonna... breaking wasn't big in in dubai <laughs> doubt it doubt it all right so number nine on my list is uh the word is out from jermaine stewart so Anyone who remembers Jermaine Stewart from the 1980s, he had a, a very big hit song called We Don't Have to Take Our Clothes Off. Do you oh remember that God, one? Oh my God, I love that song! We don't have to take our clothes, clothes off, off to, to have, have a good time. time. Oh, no, no, no. Guys, I hate that song. Oh my I God, really, I love that song. 
<laughs> yeah, but now it's going to be stuck in my head all day long. Yep. I hate that song. But this particular song, The Word Is Out, was uh, one of his first singles off of his first album. So Jermaine Stewart used to be friends with Jody Watley, who was with Shalimar. He did his stint on Soul Train as a dancer. He was Jody Watley's stylist. Um, this song, well, I should say Jermaine Stewart, rest in peace, because unfortunately he was a casualty of the AIDS epidemic oh. uh, during the 80s. Um, and this song, The Word Is Out, um, I'm sure he, you know, nobody wanted to talk about it maybe at that time, was um, about coming out and mm-hmm. trying to stay closeted and feeling betrayed. And ultimately, it doesn't really matter whether you're gay or not. Um, the point is, is that when you're supposed to be keeping the love secret and someone betrays you, it hurts. So I've always loved the song. I remember walking into my brother's room when he was playing it. And I was like, this song is great. I love it. He's like, it's one of my favorite songs. And so we bonded over this. How about I also never heard this one? Me either. I'm glad I could open your world to the 80s again. Thank you, Mark. But I also know why you don't like we don't have to take our clothes off. Why? Because you wouldn't take your clothes off. Ah, (laughs) you see? The secret's out. (laughs) The word is out. (laughs) The word is out. I hate that song. I really, really do. All right, number eight on my list: Original Sin from In Excess. I don't know what it oh, is about. I forgot this about In Excess. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yeah, I love them. Before their big al- album Kick came out, they had another album. I think it was their debut album, and they tapped uh, Nile Rodgers to help produce this song. And apparently, Duran Duran was in a club. They heard this song, wondered, "Who the hell?" is this who's responsible for this musical genius hmm. and that's how they tapped Nile Rodgers to come and help them with their own album ah, wow i love the I way love you it. figure this out this is original sin from in excess you might know of the original sin you might Know how to be with fire, but did you know of the murder committed in the name of love? Yeah, you thought we're defeated. Dream on, white boy. Day. To find a 
there you have it. Original Sin from In Excess. Yeah, I really like That's it. That's a rare one. I, I like 80s music a lot, but it's just that there's so much like 80s channels that I listen to that play the same songs over okay. and over and over again. The 80s did some really good music. I mean, they maybe did. that's not like, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure every decade did good music, but I don't know. There's 80s had a lot of hits, mm-hmm. a lot of hits. Yeah. And there are some rare tracks like that one that don't really get played enough. But um, yeah. anyway, so number seven on my list is uh, from Depeche Mode. I mean, it's the 80s. You can't discuss the 80s without signature groups like Depeche so Mode. True. And um, I loved People Are People, Just Can't mm-hmm. Get Enough. There's a whole load of music that they contributed during that decade. Um, This one in particular is about the troubles that they had with their record label, and they decided to put all of their grievances in this song. (laughs) (laughs) This is a protest song. Yeah, yeah. Still relevant today, also. Uh, Everything counts. Grabbing hands, grab all they can, all for themselves, <laughs> after all. Everything counts in large amounts. Greed, still relevant to this day. It's a competitive Absolutely. world. So the cool part about this section of my list, it just shows a lot of the like appreciation I have for synth pop. I love synth pop. Mm. Um, mm. So my next song is like, it's like synth pop all over it. So here's the thing. The group Yazoo is made up, it's a duo. So it's made up of Alison Moyer and um, I forget what the guy's name is. What's his name? Uh, I have it written down here. Vince Clark. He's actually the keyboard player for Depeche Mode or was the keyboard player for Depeche Mode. That's Um, cool. This is such a party song and I absolutely love it. This is Don't Go from Yazoo. Yazoo! Sing it. 
All right. Uh, so, so that was my first uh, I know. five. I feel like I just did a whole workout in my chair. <laughs> yeah. Can I say that like recording these snippets was the complete antithesis to the breakup songs? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, well that's really, yeah. That, I mean, much that's better, better feelings. Much, yeah. much better yeah. feelings this time. No around. therapy yeah. needed we were, after that. Seriously, we were in our feelings on that episode. So <laughs> while we move into the other half of our show, let me fill you with some more fun facts in the 80s. Let's hear it. A billion people turned out to see Prince Charles and Lady Diana get married. A billion? A billion folks. One billion. I believe that's nine zeros, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this one. <laughs> Custom agents seized 20,000 counterfeit Cabbage Patch dolls in 1984. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love I these the Cabbage Patch dolls. Okay, don't. <laughs> We don't know what the statue of limitation is on that. <laughs> I'm saying it's not like she bought it. She got yeah, gifted that's it. That's true. I, I still have my cabbage patch. So I have like a whole little family of them. Aww. You didn't have to. I do. I have a preemie. I've got twins. You know, my mom made sure the United Nations were there. They were black. They were, <laughs> they were white. They were Asian. <laughs> she got the whole thing going on. So little fun fact, I don't think I've ever told you ladies. Um, I used to collect dolls. My mother started when I was born. And then I guess I picked it up. Uh, she would collect dolls from around the world and put them up in my room. So I had like oh these my God. culturally inappropriate dolls. Oh, I believe it. But in her way, it was like, we are the world, you know? Yes. But, and I had an obsession moving into my half of 1984 with MJ. So we'll talk about of that course. a little bit later. Of course you did. Can I just right. touch on your doll thing? Because that creeps me the fuck out, first of all. Dolls are so creepy. Even though I, I have know. a Cabbage Patch doll, Elsa had, I don't know where she's at right now. But I have a, a real quick story. In Dubai, because it was the desert, the weather would get super cold at night. And super hot in the daytime. So I had a doll. I had a couple of dolls, but I just never liked them. I guess I would get them as gifts. And they would move at night, guys. And it was because. <laughs> Check no, shit. Not because like the, you know, they're made of plastic. And in the cold weather, like the limbs, you know, the where they connect to the body. Uh... Would get a little, and a, a, an arm would drop. An eye would drop. And I'm like. Hell to the fucking no, you have got to go. I refuse to sleep in a room with dolls. And since then, dolls are a no-no for me, ma'am. Wow. That's bit. really, that's messed up. My, I actually, I I don't know. I'm not really big into the dolls. I like stuffies. But my yes. mother used to collect like inappropriate uh, indigenous doll. Um, the, <laughs> oh, no. the, the Indian doll. But oh, again, I, I think it was her way of being like, my daughter is biracial. Let me collect these dolls. Let's expose and, Yeah. So she was it came really from a good her. place. Yeah. But I was yes. really into my cabbage patch and my brother was born premature. He was two pounds and he fit in with the tribe. It was great. I just stuck him <laughs> between my cabbage patch dolls. <laughs> But um, another fun fact, you didn't have to buckle your seatbelt until 1984. Yeah. Uh, candy bars only cost 25 cents, I wish. Well, I don't remember that. Uh, Olivia Newton-John's Physical was the decade's most popular song. Oh, my God. Followed, I was thinking yeah, about that, too. Followed by Endless Love by Diana Ross and Lionel Richie. <laughs> uh -huh. 
by far Michael Jackson was the most popular artist, of course. And the original Game Boy had only five games available in the US. And one other, what's other fun fact do I have here? The average home price in 1985 was 100K. Oh, those were the days. But speaking of MJ, we'll get to MJ because MJ is definitely on my list, definitely on my top list. We are moving to my number five. So let me pull up my number five. Sorry, viewers. I had a I'm gonna really play it. London fog. I'm going to yeah. play it while you look. Okay. That this double clap the, is everything. Yo, that's everything. So I got to tell you, there's a lot of, the next two songs are um, ode and influenced by my mother and my grandmother, because these are songs when you go to those parties, they play them all the time and you hear them, but also because we do a song called the electric slide. And if the beat is right, you can do that dance to any of these songs. <laughs> And so you're taught very young how to do the electric side or you're shamed because you can't do it. <laughs> it's very easy. It's similar to line dancing. But I realize when I hear these two, the, the forget me nots, which by the way is a flower by Patrice Russian or the next song coming up by Jocelyn Brown, I automatically think of my Nova Scotian parties where I would go. They still play them now along with ain't no stopping mm-hmm. us now by McFadden along with, you know, um, it's electric, which goes with the electric slide, Keith Sweat. So there's a whole Neo Soul Funk playlist that goes into a Nova Scotian Black party. And so I grew up on those songs. But I really love that music. I really deeply love that music. So the next song, (laughs) Somebody Else's Guy by Jocelyn Brown. I don't care no one says, I like the song. I don't care if the song is taboo. Everybody had somebody else's dude. Fuck it. Play it. Kill it. I don't care. I'm with it. Oh, 
or I was singing the lyrics. So I have a standard for when I really like a song, I get goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I hear this song, I get goosebumps really bad. And just to be fair, she did ask, like, what are you doing to her? She wanted to let him go, but he bamboozled her. He loved dicked her. He digmatized her. So as they <laughs> always do. Right. But I get goosebumps. They pop up when I really like a song the goosebumps will pop up. And I think I, I hear this song and I just see the family dancing and I love the I don't know. I just really, really like the song. Now moving into the top three, which are all Michael Jackson. Let's just tell the viewers, <laughs> listeners, up front. Get out of it. I'm a Michael Jackson fan. I don't know what you did in your personal life. I don't know what you did in your house. I don't know what you and the monkey did. But what I do know no, is that you geez. produce songs that I love. Love. The world. And uh, exactly. You remember those videos where people be passing out? Because they saw oh, Michael Jackson yes. or they learned English because of Michael Jackson. Yes. yes. So you have to imagine a little Nisha who's about 10 years old. Maybe not. I was younger. And back to the dolls. My mother knew I liked Michael Jackson and got started. It started off with the glove, you know, the sequin scuff yeah. glove. Mm-hmm. I had one. Then it was the thriller jacket, the leather oh, yes. jacket. Which red leather different. jacket. Yeah. I had red a red jacket. one. Then it was the socks, okay? Mm-hmm. The glittery socks. Then she got me the doll. And I was like, oh, shit. And then I got to see Michael Jackson. And I I love Michael Jackson. I do. I'm almost ashamed of getting canceled. But I love him. I love MJ's music. The One of the, one of the songs I really like is Human Nature. And I also love the fact that yes. SWV sampled it that's another reason i really got into hip-hop is because in hip-hop you can always trace the musical lineage of Uh music it's so fucking dope when you listen to samples oh my god it's so fucking dope so yeah let's go with my top three mj number three human nature yes my song Flowetry sampled that song too, Human Nature. Well, Flowetry, they were lucky enough to have Michael Jackson sing one of their songs, Butterflies. Mm -hmm. Oh, beautiful song. Okay, so my sister was the fighter. I was the teacher. And I remember one day, these girls in Bergs came and knocked on our door. And they wanted to fight my sister. So I have to give you a description of my sister. I'm brown. My sister is blonde, blue eye, but is half black. Okay. And these pile, like what we say, a bag of gals. So like five of them came to our door and wanted to fight my sister. Here comes my mother. Oh, you want to fight? Great. But you're not going to all fight her at once. You're either going to fight her one-on-one or you're going to get going. So they chose to fight one-on-one. 
me and my brothers, we put on this song coming. You want to get something started. And this is our theme song as we hyped up my younger sister to go down our 25 steps in Burgundy and beat up each girl victoriously. So I'm not pro-violence. I'm just saying, you come knocking at our door, ring our bell, and there's five of you. You want to be starting something. And my mom had to make sure it was a fair fight. So that's the audacity. There's always right. some like dumbass girl in Little Burgundy, neighborhood of Montreal, that always is like, ugh, terrible. I too was threatened. I too was threatened. So See, this song should have. We could have had my mom say, hey, you want to be starting oh something? My, my mom was very, very like reasonable. You can't fight five on one, but you yeah. want to do it one on one? We can do this. So send your best fighter in. And so my brother and I were assholes <laughs> and we started playing. And yeah, my, my sister is the fighter of the siblings. And so this is the song we played for her. You want to get some, you want to be starting something. I can't help it. I have to sing that song. Okay, hold on. Do you guys want to hear about my four degrees of separation from Michael Jackson? Yes, run it. Okay. Okay. So my bestie, Shanti, who... Mar, did you ever meet Shanti? I feel like... Yes, I think we... Yeah. 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 Misha, did you meet Oh, yeah, you guys. Yeah. So my bestie, Shanti, her dad is a guitarist who actually used to tour with Michael Jackson. And Mm. so... Shanti has a picture of Michael Jackson holding her as a baby, guys. How epic ah, is that? Legendary. I don't like legendary. it. I don't. I'm jealous. It's amazing, yo. And like, honestly, sometimes she puts this picture up just for kicks and giggles. And I'm always just like, I need a copy of this. I, I need <laughs> I, I need this framed in my home. It's literally the coolest thing ever. Coolest I agree. Ever. Of course. <sighs> <sighs> it's such a good fight song. Well, All it right. served us well. So my last one, as Mar said, it's probably inappropriate for 2022. <laughs> but, um, uh, I love that song, PYT. This is the one song besides Shaka Khan, I feel for you. Remember I told you there are certain songs I listen to every yeah, day. Yeah. Shaka Khan, PYT, Joe Scott. And a little bit of twerking in there. So I've been oh, practicing okay. my twerking. Not during oh, Ramadan, but I'll be resuming that today. <laughs> All right. Um, but I don't I don't know what to tell you. I love PYT. Uh, I love the song. I sing it all the time. And I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> it was, it's a song I really enjoy. And, you know, well, that's I'm what it is. I'm going to get convicted. So you could... You could take that for what it's worth. But that's my jam, PYT. 
Michael Jackson was probably about 21. So, you know, to be fair. But um, PYT, that's my shit. I love that song. Sing it all the time. Not for nothing. Young is so, you know, subjective, right? I'm young. Yeah. I'm, young. I'm young. I'm young at heart. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's right. Oh, wow. So I have uh, four honorable mentions before we leave. The song that I wish was not in my head, but I love the song and I'm ashamed. Oh, let's I thought, do it at the oh, end. Oh, you want to do it at the end? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... All right, Pretty Young Thing, you're next. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right, guys. So I may or may not put a picture of myself up impersonating Madonna, as I did on a regular basis, I want you to know. Um, (laughs) Madonna was my everything, literally my everything. I have Mm -hmm. no idea why my parents allowed me to sing like a virgin (laughs) at full blast at age whatever seven or eight I mean it's ridiculous these immigrant parents had no idea what they were dealing with um but anyway I definitely had to include Madonna and there were so many Mario and I talked about there were so many songs that I could have put on this but this song just gave me the feels before I even know what the feels were at a very young age so here's Dress You Up by Madonna the silky touch of my caresses They will keep you looking so brand new Let me cover you with velvet kisses I'll create a look that's made for you I just want to admit that I was crawling around on the floor, <laughs> rolling around inappropriately, <laughs> wearing wearing lace gloves, your midriff. I can't. I cannot. I went all the way out. Oh, I am not. Believe me, I am not above it. I might post it. <laughs> My thing, you know what? I used to be an avid Madonna fan until the N-word with her son. I oh, yeah. had to cancel but, but her out of my life. That was like the, what, the 2000s, the 90s-something? It was yeah. already past her prime. So, right, yeah. So yeah. anything before that that thing, I'm like, I'm good. But mm-hmm. yeah, she disappointed me with that. 
Yeah, she she went a little left, but listen, in the eighties, she was queen. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to agree. Okay, guys, let me just tell you, there were so many groups that really shaped my childhood and again this is all from my brother's kind of influence he himself was in a rock group um i'm not oh, going really? to play him and put him on blast <laughs> and play his music on the air but Amazing. yes absolutely yeah that, wow. the whole look and everything he definitely oh, wow. was that guy um but you know there was like a huge like british scandinavian influence but these guys duran duran were it for me Ooh. when i tell you every single song on that re- is the real real album right i think the album was called rio rio yeah the album every single song hit and i really had a hard time choosing what to put on this playlist but this one is just like hmm. this one is just deep to me so um this is save a prayer by duran duran that part in there Save it can i just the tell you after. this i don't know why i get emotional these songs I'm, yeah emotional like i, I want to cry and I guys, you why. hit it on the nail that's the issue the like music i feel like there's some get some fucking grit in your music <laughs> like get some grit like i just i don't know sometimes i'm like walk it out like walk it i'm like come on yo <laughs> Are you tired of walking it out? Why 30 years later, this song hits me in a place. And I don't know if there's like, maybe I have a memory that I have attached to this song that I can't think about or whatever, but probably do. For some reason, this is one of those songs that on a rainy day like today, if it was just me in the house, which is not, but I might subject my kids to this anyway. I Mm -hmm. blast this shit, yo, blast it. It's just like something about this song with a rainy day. And it's like, I get all up in my feelings and I just let it out. It's like a, it's like a release for me. But that, Duran Duran does that to me every single time. Yo, those guys did not miss ever, ever, ever. So Nisha, my number three is one of your favorites. And this song always makes me so happy. Yo, this is a different kind of 80s record that just makes me want to dance and I feel high off of it. it. And this is um, Shaka Khan's Ain't Nobody. Ooh. It's also off of the break and movie soundtrack. Wouldn't know that. I have to go (laughs) on mute now. I have to go on mute. I have to sing.
can't. I can't. Legend. I mean, such yeah. a legend, yo. But legend. That song just always takes me somewhere happy, yo. Like, I just want to dance and, like, yeah. It, it allows you to scream it out, right? Because she yes. screams out the chorus. And yes. you're like, yes, I can just. That's how I feel about it. I feel for you. Like, I'm like, All yes. oh, yeah, absolutely. Out. Did you um, girls know that Shaka Khan is also a drummer? Yes. I feel like I did know that. Yeah. Yes. A G. I didn't She's learn that until like maybe a year ago. It was amazing. Wow. Amazing. Mm -hmm. So, guys, I have the softest spot in my heart for George Michael. <laughs> I, yeah. Softest. Literally. I mean, what a talent. What a talent. This guy was everything. May he rest in peace. But Wham was also one of those groups. Like, I had the 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 first album and I had the videos for all of their their like all their music videos on like um, a Betamax cassette and I even sang along to Wham Rap I don't know how familiar mm. you guys are with that one but it was pretty awful um, still <laughs> still George Michael can do no wrong in my eyes and this song is just, you guys love this song bro you know when this song comes on on the dance floor to this day we are rocking and vibe into it so this is everything yeah. she wants by wham remixes of this song too like there's what? like the extended remix and the extended extended remix and the extended upon extended extended remix because this song <laughs> could go on all night and nobody would have a problem with it that was the beauty about the 80s though is yes. that you had extended versions and you had tons of remixes and you know and, and housework yeah. i have to say what makes me a little bit sad for george michael is that when these artists had to sing heterosexual lyrics when they yes. were gay? Yeah, because I was like, "You're having my baby." I was like, "Yo, hold on, my George Michael. I know you gay." So I feel <laughs> like they had to hide, and I, it's, it's they did even yeah. even last Christmas. His partner on that on that video was a girl. I mean, it was always just such a front. It took a yeah. long time for him to be able to be who he was. And I think you hear that when he sings the song. Uh, and he's like, it's like a prayer song. He's like, Father, like he's really begging. And I think he's yes. trying to show himself. I'm going to find Father the name figure. of that song. Father Isn't figure. Father yeah. figure? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I, I really God. think like he's Teacher. like trying to learn. Yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that I don't want to learn. No. Oh, God. Yes, George. Yes, rest in peace. All right, guys, I am just warning you. 
I am not turning my mic off for this song. It's I'm all letting good. you know. This Editing. is my karaoke go-to. Miranda knows. <laughs> this is my go-to. Literally, this song basically encapsulate encapsulates. Is that even a word? The encapsulated. Yep. Yeah. This is it. This is the ultimate 80s song. There is no higher 80s song to me. This is my absolute uh. number one. It would have been my number one if it was from the 80 to 89 or whatever. But it happens to be, I think, released in 84, actually. So, Pat Benatar, please bring it because love is a battlefield. Oh, gosh. There'll be no editing there. It was integrated <sighs> in the track, Mar. I heard her. You, did you hear me? I missed I a did. couple of notes. But literally, this is my go-to. So anytime we got we go to karaoke, guys, you can bet that Azar will be singing along yes. to that pap that yes. I've, I've seen it. I've You've seen, seen it. it. Live there and in person. Go. And that's my <laughs> list, ladies. <gasps> go ahead, All Mar. Right. All Teach right, me something so. I don't know. I know I can't. So, I don't know if I can get any more musical drunk than I am. So hit it. <laughs> <laughs> so number five on my list is "Time Clock of the Heart" from Culture Club. We just talked about how um, gay artists had to hide a lot of their their whole identity and whatnot. Um, and so this particular song is really special, I think, because Boy George at the time mm. was in love with his drummer. You remember the black member yeah. of the group of Culture Club? So he was in love with the drummer, but the drummer wasn't um, willing to come out yet. I think he even had like family and, and whatnot. Um, and so out of all the Culture Club songs, this one is my favorite. I'm not a big fan of, of Karma Chameleon. Do you really, do I, do you really want to hurt me is okay too, but oh, this one time. in particular, this is the jam.
so that was time from Culture Club. Ooh, I love it. My next one is a dirty song. I don't know why I was listening to it as a kid, but I blame my brother because the TV in his room at the time. You remember back in the 80s, there used to be all these music video shows. Um, when I saw this video, I was like, who is that? <laughs> this is amazing. She's naughty. She's beautiful. I'm like, what in the world is going on here? And yeah, it's written by Prince. So uh, rest in peace to Denise Matthews. This is Nasty Girl from Vanity Six, a song I should not have been listening to as a child. <laughs> Love it. strict household where we weren't oh, allowed to do a lot of things and it's always amazes me years later as i think about all of like the inappropriate songs that we used to listen to you couldn't do this stuff you know the, just mild things outside or in our house but yeah listen to all the music all the dirty music that you want no problem yeah there, but you, you see know? this song made people be making babies and becoming strippers on this song like you dress up put this song on for your yeah. partner you becoming this... a little like you know my mom would say you're a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets because that's what nasty girl be doing making you a little freak i mean they were in cocktail dresses in the video and then when there's the break in the song they go behind backstage change clothes and come out in lingerie I was like freaked out by that as a kid. I was like, who are these girls? What is going on here? <laughs> but I love that song to this day. Okay, so this next song is in every Caribbean household, Saturdays and Sundays at my house when I was growing up were like music days. I remember this distinctly. My uncle used to throw on all kinds of music on Saturday. And then, you know, Sunday, you might hear a little country, you might hear a little old time music and whatnot. I just have this memory of my uncle who was an avid music lover. And this is where I get my appreciation for music. Um, I just remember this, this album. I remember every song that played. Um, and this is probably one of my favorites off of the album. It is, anyway, I'll just play it. Hmm. Do you take this man for your lawful husband? Yes, I do. And do you take this lady for your lawful wife? Yes, I do. You think I'm sexy? 
little girl reach out and touch me If you really need me Your little girl reach out and tell me And give me your loving, give me your loving Don't forget about the all night squeezing Don't forget about the hugging Why do I feel like I'm in a Roots, Roots <laughs> Lovers Rock concert? Like I just want to dash song. my lighter, bang up the wall, so find y'all Like, oh my gosh <laughs> It's a great song. I love Yellow Man. Shout out to uh, to him because he was, uh, well, he's still alive, um, but he was born an albino man. Um, was not very easy for him growing up. He was actually abandoned by his parents and grew up in an orphanage. Yeah. But look at the person he became. He was a DJ. Yeah. He worked with sound systems all across Jamaica. And um, yeah, just amazing. A legend as well. Okay. Number two is also another legend. Um, I hmm. saw her in a an old, like, really cheesy, terrible movie called Vamp. That was the first time I ever saw who this woman was. And I was just like, who is she? I heard other songs from her, and I was amazed. And ever since then, I have been a fan. And this is one of my favorites from her off of a really, really good album. Pull Up to the Bumper from Grace Jones, a song I also should not have been listening to at that time. He's talking about Pull Up to the Bumper. Pull it up twice. Up <laughs> now twice. that it's nice. Time. Exactly. Uh-uh. What's wrong with a little bumper time? Nothing. Uh, legend, Nothing. legend. Okay, and my number one, also a legend, uh, also some of his music that I should not have been listening to, but was very <laughs> rampant around the house because of my cousin being a big fan. I first saw Prince on a show called Solid Gold. I hate dating myself, oh. but yeah. Yeah, I saw him on Solid Gold. I remember we were visiting family friends in Toronto and they had cable. That show came on and he performed Little Red Corvette. And I was like, who is this? Amazing. Totally amazing legend. Uh, as you girls know, also my all-time favorite. So of of his songs like in the 80s, it changes, you know? Sometimes it's 1999, other times it's Lady Cab Driver. And then I also love this particular song, uh, Controversy. That Yo, that's my shit. Thank you. 
And this is how I fell in love with Prince, who wanted to be my mother, my brother, and my sister, too. <laughs> so that's my, I, that's yo, I my, love that uh, song. my number one. So, ladies, honorable mentions. Ah, uh, let's see, let's see. Oh, you got controversy in my head. It's in one of my, it's in my bad bitch playlist. Uh, the song that, again, I, I don't know why it's, I like it. Uh, don't Stop Believing by Journey. I just mm -hmm. love the opening. Just a small town boy. It's so weird. And I love it. And I sing it all the time, like a, a weird person. I love this song. Um, another one, Bites the Dust by Queen. I think there's a theme going on. There's songs that make me remind me of my students. It's a really, it's a joke, actually. I tell kids if I start singing, it means I'm really upset because songs oh, yes. calm me down. And whenever I sing another one bites the dust, it means one of them is getting detention. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I found loving Fatback Man. I love this song, but I was like, ah, do I really want to put it in my list? But there's one song that I have to say that should have made the list, but I was too late. And it's Curious by Midnight Star. Uh, That's a song and I missed it. And I was like, I I would have trade out human nature for that song because oh. I really dove, I really do love Curious. I love mm -hmm. that kind of um, New Jack swing, but um, those are my honorable mentions. Okay. Well, the one that I thought that we all missed, I don't know if you guys are fans, but was Past the Duchy by Musical Youth. I mean, the yes. shit was well, I, I didn't forget that one at all. That was like a jam back in the day. Yeah. But um, I mean, yeah. yeah, the others took its place. Yo, I was like, oh, I only thought about it today. And I was like, oh, dang. Um, it was and then a cool I didn't... and lonely <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> The uh, police, bro, Sting and the police. I didn't include yeah. anything from Sting and the police. And I felt like they were, you know, super strong in the 80s. I really wanted to include Talking in Your Sleep by the Romantics. I was actually on my list hmm. and I had to pick it out. <laughs> um, and, you know, there were so many like actual, like Samantha Fox, you talked about the Rick songs Ashley that we shouldn't have been listening Samantha to. Fox. Yo, so you know why I can't include Rick Astley? Because right now, first of all, you know, Miles um, was Rick Astley for Halloween. This whole Rickroll thing, I hear this song 75 times a day. I just don't want to hear it anymore. I give it, yeah. I, I get it. It was a, an 80s classic, but I'm done. They played it yeah. out so badly. Sunglasses at Night by Corey Hart. Mm. Cruel Summer oh. by Banana Rama. Mm -hmm. um, Eye of the Tiger, Survivor. No, we talked about Rocky. I mean, come ever, on. I can't ever hear Eye of the it's Tiger. Done. It's banned yeah. from my life. It's over for you. So, no, yeah, that's no. that's. That's really it, guys. I mean, there were so many that I was not, you know, I couldn't include. But I have so many for the next. I haven't even done my top 10 for the next five that years. That one is but, harder. But wow, it's harder. You're right. It's harder. Because I Can't have a wait. whole hip hop top 10 and I'm like, yeah. oh. Oh, yeah. All right. So my honorable mentions. Genius of Love, the Tom Tom Club. Mm -hmm. Easy Lover from Phil Collins and Philip Bailey. Uh. 1000%. Uh, I have another reggae jam, Hold On to What You Got from Dennis Brown. That was also mm, a classic oh. in our household. Uncle Rupert, Dennis. rest in peace. Uh, She's Strange from Cameo. Everyone really, everyone really loved Word Up. I was like, nah, that's not the jam. She's Strange, yeah. that's the jam. That's that the one. The, yeah. And uh, Lucky Star from Madonna. That's like my favorite yes. all time like yeah. Madonna song. A yeah. great one. 
Great yeah. song. Great, great show. Great list. Can't yeah, wait for 1985 so to 1989, I, I don't even which know is our part two. Because oh, Janet Jackson be rocking in that half of the decade. Oh, yeah. And that's right. a problem for me because I love me some JJ. So we're getting into rap. We're getting into house music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For part two. Um, there's a lot of dance songs that came out. A lot of bold stuff. Wait a minute. Do you guys remember that song? People are still having sex. Do you remember that one? Yes, yes. Was that I an eighties track? Was still, that later eighties? People are still having sex. Is yeah, that the, the way guy. That it went? Yeah, yes, people are yes. still having sex, still having and, it, and sex. it used to be like this very like aggressive beat, like yes. techno style beat. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that was like 89. I think if anything, that was 89 ish. Because cusp, I feel like right? I I feel like I heard that when I moved to Canada and not mm-hmm. before. So I feel like that was really on the cusp. Well, yeah. I, I'm with all of you. I'm struggling with the 85. I, I you know, I have mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm like, do I take Michael Jackson out again? But <laughs> my British is in there. Soul to soul. Freddie oh, yes. Jackson. Mm-hmm. Whitney Houston. Like. And then I'm bad by LL Cool and I love that song. Cool J. Yeah. So I'm stressed out. I'm stressed out about that. Yeah, there's a lot. I, there's a lot for that, and you only want us to choose ten. Yeah, ten for 1985 to 89. Right. We'll yeah. talk about it more on the next episode when we complete our 80s top ten series. And this has all has been so much fun as always, ladies. You know I love these shows. Hmm. I live for them. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back next time with part two of our top 1980s songs. 1985 to 1989. In the meantime, enjoy the current playlist. Uh, Maybe we'll get around to putting all of these songs on a playlist for you so you don't have to. Yeah, we're going to do that. All right. Peace. Be messy. Peace, y'all. Peace, y'all.